am I willing to hold my ground if this is my conviction to train you to think this way when it gets tough and the relationship seems at odds? Am I willing to say I love you and hold you and cry with you but not budge? Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today on the podcast, we have Rennell Wallace and Stephanie Van Cleef. So Rennell, tell us what we're going to talk about today. Raising girls, daughters, families with only girls. Yes, families with only girls. Okay, so let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, your faith, anything that we might like to know about. Okay. Um, Well, like she said, my name's Ronelle Wallace. My husband Todd and I have been married for, we just had our anniversary for 22 years now. Wow. And we have four girls. Our oldest is 19, um, Keaton. And she's a graphic design major at DMAC and photography major. And then McKenna is 17 and she's a junior at Centennial High School in Ankeny. Um, And then our younger two, Elena and Sierra, are 14 and 12 and we homeschool them. Um, We homeschool through ninth grade. And um, they, um, so they're just home. Elena will be in high school next year. And Todd and I met Jesus and met each other at Salt Company. Um, that's where we got saved. I remember and you as students. Do you? And Todd had very long hair. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he had yeah. a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little blown one. Um, and um, so we met Jesus there. We got saved, met each other, started dating, and got married. And then right out of college, he started working for Salt Company and for Cornerstone. We actually got to help plant Cornerstone uh-huh. um, back Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, 20 some years ago. And um, then in 2012, Troy and Tim approached us and asked us, would we be interested in moving to Ankeny and planting a church down there? There were about 80 people driving up from Hmm. Ankeny every weekend Hmm. to come to church here. And then um, we said yes to that. And so our family moved to Ankeny almost six years ago, where he's um, one of the pastors down there. Wow. That's a great story. I didn't realize 22 years. Yeah. Because I remember before you were married. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. that's a long time. It is. Stephanie, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm Stephanie Van Cleve, and um, I've been in AIM since 2000, came to college here. Okay. Um, my junior year, and was involved with Salt Company and met my husband at Salt Company mm-hmm. too. And So were you at a different college before him? Um, I went to a community college in my hometown, Burlington, okay. oh, for okay. two years, and then transferred, then you transferred to Iowa State. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, met my husband at um, Iowa State, and we got married. We've been married 14 years, and we have three girls. Um, my oldest is 10, my middle is 8, and my youngest is 6. Huh. So about two. You're years the stair apart. steps, just like us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we didn't really plan it that mm-hmm. way. It just kind of happened. Happened. So yeah. Yeah, so we've been doing some parenting podcasts lately, and um, several people said, I want to hear about boy moms, or I want to hear about girl moms. So I figured you guys had the market on that kind of thing, and you're full of wisdom. So I asked you to come and share today. So if you could describe your parenting journey with your daughters in one word, what would it be? It's a hard one. I thought about this, and mm-hmm. I could only, I couldn't narrow it down to one because I think two <laughs> words are tied. My first okay. word, two words. My first word was emotional. Okay. Um, there are a lot of emotions in our house, um, and my second word was conversational. There are oh. a lot of words, words in our house. Uh huh. And those two, in a nutshell, really sum up my world. Huh. That's good. How about you, Stephanie? You're just a little younger. Yeah, mine are a little younger. So the first word that came to mind was fun. <laughs> And I'm I'm pretty simple. I love simple. that. Yeah, but I, love it. I, I love do. That. It's been so fun being a mom with girls, mm. and I'm not really girly, and my girls aren't super girly. Mm-hmm. So when I got pregnant, I kind of hoped for a boy, honestly, huh. first because I was like, I'm not girly. I don't. I only had one brother growing up, uh-huh. so I didn't even have sisters, mm-hmm. and so. I kind of wanted a boy, but now that I have girls, it's you just it? been so fun. I yeah, 
I do. I love it. That's so. great. I love it. And then words. I did ask my I asked my daughter this morning. She said, what are you doing today? Because I was all ready. I remember taking my kids to school one time just yes. in sweats and yes. slippers and then having a flat tire. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you don't want to I know. Do I, that I always often. put on at least yeah. jeans and tennis yeah. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I risk it a little more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I told them what I was going to do. And uh-huh. I said, so is there anything you would say about... Um, being in a family with all girls uh-huh. and no no sons and and she said is my middle. She's like it's really fun. Mm, oh that's wait, so that's so the word sweet. I thought of. I mean, it's so simple, but yeah. Huh. So you were from a family with how many? I had a brother and a sister. I'm the oldest. Okay, and you were from a family with just a brother. Just a brother. He's I'm from 18 a family of... months younger. Oh wow, three yeah. girls. So I'm a girl. Yes. I'm from a girl family. Mm. Yeah, it was very fun. I yeah. loved having sisters. Yeah. So if you could describe each of your daughters um, for me, give a little brief description of if you're, each of your daughters. Yeah. Like, are they tomboy, girly girl? Um, they're a mix. Our okay. oldest. Um, I don't know if I should do it by in that way. Um, our bookends are extreme introverts. Okay. And our middles are very social, very extroverted. They're mm. people, people. Huh. Um, our oldest is very artsy, um, very, um, very intuitive. I she's mm-hmm. nineteen. Mm-hmm. She's only nineteen, but I'm often asking her, "What's your thought on this?" Mm. Because she has perspective that I often can glean things from, mm. and That's she super honoring to her for you she, to do that. I hope so because yeah. she sees the world so differently than I do, mm-hmm. and I'm often challenged by what she comes up with. Mm. Um, I love that. She's super stubborn, but it has been something God's used when she surrenders it to him to be able to say no to peer pressure and to sin, and she doesn't feel the need to run ah, with the herd. That's, um, a great, that's a good part of stubborn. It is, and uh-huh. if you've got kids that are really strong-willed, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You just have to yeah, train, t- it. train it to mm-hmm. be surrendered. Um, our second has the heart of a romantic, but I don't mean that like in a... Yeah. I mean, like, everything that's good and noble and right and pure and chivalrous, like, it, she just loves huh. that. How does that How does that play out in her life? Um, well, she, she fights for what's right, and huh. she fights for what's good. Um, it also means when life doesn't go perfect, uh-huh. it can deflate her real quick. Because huh. she's always pursuing the best-case scenario. Um, She's a writer. She's super imaginative. She's actually writing a book with Hannah Overman. And oh. um, it's getting pretty long and really fun and good. And we talk about if we could get it published someday. Um, so she's she's our peacemaker, too. Uh-huh. Um, she is really good at helping everyone be in right relationship. Uh-huh. Um, our third... Elena, she's my go-getter. She's my hard worker. She's um, she's my helper. Man, if I need something done, I'll I do it. where is she? Because she will do it. She'll do it well. She'll do it joyfully. That's so I great. I love that about her. She's a gift in that way. Um, and then our last one is a true artist. She's Todd as a 12-year-old. As a girl. Yeah, as a girl. Um, she's really creative, really mm-hmm. imaginative, really musically um, like, she'll come home from church, never had a piano lesson, and she'll play what she heard at church that morning oh, from wow, him on guitar. Amazing. She just has his musical ear, yeah. very tender-hearted. Huh. Um, if any of my girls are girly, it would be her. She one time was wearing dress-up high heels down our sidewalk, and she stopped and turned and said, I just love the click of the heel, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> And yet, all of them tend to be a little more tomboyish okay. than than girly, and that might be my influence because I'm not uh-huh. a girly girl. But um, but yeah, that's them in a nutshell. I love that. How about you, Stephanie? Yeah, my oldest. Um, she's a leader. She's independent. Mm. Um, she is opinionated, <laughs> so she's pretty strong too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's also very social. Um, very smart. Um, oh. Like yeah. school. School, uh-huh. yes. But she's also very aware of things. Like okay. she really takes it in. Mm-hmm. Like will be in a very observant. And um, yeah. Huh. So that's that's her. My okay. middle is um, very social as well. Uh, but she is easygoing, very happy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Are you a Jared introvert or ex extrovert? Both um, I'm an extrovert, and he is more introverted. introverted. Okay. Yeah. Same with us. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I'm getting less extroverted as I get older, yeah. but I'm still extroverted. <laughs> like I feel very energized by people, yeah. <laughs> but I don't have to be around mm -hmm. them as much as I used to be. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'd say that she's extroverted. So is Brenna, my oldest. She's extroverted. Um, but my middle, she's um, she loves to cuddle. She's oh. a feeler. Um, my oldest is probably more of a thinker. Okay. Um, and then my youngest is uh, very high energy, huh. uh, very athletic already. She's only six, but she's not in any sports yet, uh -huh. but I can tell she's She'll very athletic. Huh. Just even her body yeah. is very athletic. And um, she could be like socially awkward in front of oh, that's wonderful. people. <laughs> she's like extroverted, but also introverted. Like she's just Can't awkward to our house they're like wow I had so much energy they just loved it even just watch her she's just kind of if she can learn to laugh at herself it'll be a hoot yeah yeah and she usually can so yeah so she's she's fun but she's only six so I don't you know yeah. I haven't got her all figured out yet I probably uh -huh. never will but yeah she's she's fun huh oh that's great I love hearing you describe your kids and they probably would love hearing you describe yeah. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I hope they listen to this. Yeah, one of mine said, Mom, I'm begging you, don't embarrass me. <laughs> They're that age. Don't say too much, Mom. Yeah. Don't say too much. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's a girl thing, too. You know? Yeah, and you want to give them confidence that you're going to yeah. honor them. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you think your childhood, so you grew, both grew up with brothers as well. Mm -hmm. Do you think your childhood experiences, like you had a sister, you didn't. Mm -hmm. Did that, does that affect the way you parent at all? Um, I was, yeah, my sister and I were not great friends. Um, How far apart were you in the years? Uh, three and a half years. Okay. Um, and your sister's name is Shay. Yeah. And my yeah, daughter's name is Just like Shay. your daughter. Yeah. yeah. And she's, a, she's at Iowa City. She's part of the Veritas Church. Okay. Um, her and I weren't great friends. We, we weren't great enemies, but we weren't great friends until I left for college. And, oh, really? After and you it, left? And at that point, I don't know if it was me learning to, oh, I miss her, you know, some of those mm -hmm. aha moments. Mm -hmm. um, but we became much closer after we both became adults. Oh. And um, one of the things that her and I tell my daughters, she just has one daughter. Um, well, she has two now because she remarried and she has a stepdaughter. Okay. Um, but for a long time, she just had her one. one daughter. But we tell my girls a lot, you could be friends now. You don't have to wait uh, till to adulthood wait. Yeah. to be friends. Yeah. And, That's good and so that is one thing from my siblings that has definitely shaped um, huh. how I raise them. Right. How about you, Stephanie? Yeah, I had one brother who, like I said, was 18 months younger, and we were really close oh, growing up. That's we fantastic. did a lot together. Um, we were kind of a sport family, uh -huh. so we played outside a lot. We shot hoops. Uh -huh. We would. We both. I played softball. He played baseball, and so we'd play catch. We'd go on bike rides. Oh, um, and I had my friends, my girlfriends that uh -huh. I would spend time with, but like those younger years, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. elementary, mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time together. Um, so yeah, I don't. I did, does, that, I, does that play out in how you parent your girls? Are you guys like um, active? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like I love. We go to the pool a lot in uh -huh. the summer. We go on bike rides. We go to parks. Yeah. We, so good. That's yeah. So good for kids. So. Mm -hmm. I guess it has. I haven't yeah. really thought much about yeah. that, but yeah, yeah. So when you guys decided that your families were complete, you know, we're done. Were you disappointed that you didn't have a boy, or were your husbands disappointed that you didn't have a boy? Um, I always thought that I would have four kids and they'd be boys. <laughs> because, Seriously, you yeah. you are you just had that. I have. I can remember being in ninth grade and thinking, I wonder if the Lord's going to give me all boys. Um, I had a friend that he was from a family of four boys, and I just loved and adored his mom, oh, and I you loved wanted their to be family, like and I was uh -huh. a tomboy, and yeah. I grew up on the back of a horse, and uh -huh. just was my dad's, you know, uh -huh. uh, partner in yeah. life. I just trailed him around in the barns, and I just really thought I would have boys, and um, 
the Lord thought, no, I have something else for you. <laughs> I have girls for and you. So, so it was an adjustment for me. Um, I was super cautious. I was the mom who bought the red diaper bag so it could go either way. Oh, yes. And then by the fourth kid, I just surrendered to the pink, pink. world. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, so I, I transitioned okay. It was It was not what I was thinking or expecting, but I just loved it right away and uh-huh. had fun with it. Todd was great with it. We didn't find out on any of our pregnancies oh, what none. we're having. Okay. I felt like the surprise got me through labor. Okay. And um, but with our fourth, when we got pregnant, we had a sense this might be our last. Okay. And he came to me and said, <clears throat> "I know you love the surprise, but if it's another girl, I'm gonna have to accept that God said no to sons, and I don't want to be sad on delivery day." Oh, so you found out? So he said, could we, I'd really like to find out. And I'm asking you to move uh-huh. in your heart. So we found out, and it was a girl on the, from the ultrasound. And that whole day, he didn't speak. He oh. just was very quiet and withdrawn. And we went out on a date that night. And he said, I have always wanted to disciple sons. I wanted to, it's a godly desire. Right. I've wanted to raise up boys to love God. And he said, basically, the Lord has said no to that prayer, which is a good prayer. And he said, I'm just wrestling in my heart to say okay to that. And it's not that I don't love my girls at all. I love them. It's just a desire that didn't get granted. And it's a good, like, it's a godly desire to raise uh-huh. your yeah. children to know Jesus, but to specifically raise a son. Uh-huh. And, and so it was hard for him. But by the time we got to delivery... He was all in. He was excited. Huh. And when Sierra was born, he was, he said, I'm, it's like Little House on the Prairie. In fact, we, uh-huh. we sat in the, in the hospital room and for the next two days we watched it's been a Little House on the Prairie because <laughs> that was what was on the TV yeah, channel. Yeah. There was a marathon or something. Yeah. And, and so oh, it was, sweet. it was just our world and we both just embraced it uh-huh. and loved it. And I think mm-hmm. there's a single mindedness. And a simplicity and even a frugality of, yeah. man, the hand-me-downs just mm-hmm. keep going down yes. the line and. And yeah. so you say, okay, to what God gives you, but yeah, for And you know, he may grant it. My dad also had three girls, and I think he struggled when I was born and I was a girl. Mm-hmm. But his first three grand, his first three grandchildren were son, grandsons. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he really, really enjoyed the grandsons and spent yeah. a lot of time yep. with them. Yep. So and we pray. I don't know if we will. It could be a delayed, you know, it could be yeah. a delayed prayer. Yeah, and we don't know if our girls will get married or not, but he prays that if they do, that uh-huh. those men would want to be shaped by him and encouraged by him and inspired and Mm -hmm. you know he has just he's a discipler he has that heart Mm -hmm. he's a shepherd and so um yeah that might be a real joy I know my daughter-in-laws have just been such a joy to me Mm -hmm. I love 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 having daughter-in-laws and so he might really enjoy his sons-in-law you know Mm -hmm. one of these days so huh what about you yeah yeah Jared would have loved to have a little boy Uh similar to Todd just that um desire to raise a son who's godly mm-hmm. and that he could They're train up. They're almost probably embarrassed or shamed to say that. You know what I mean? But I think it's a desire yeah. of most Yeah. And men. he would never, I mean, he wasn't like depressed or anything yeah. <laughs> when we yeah. had our mm-hmm. third and it was a girl. Um, and he's great with our our daughters mm-hmm. and loves them so much. But even if we're like running errands or at a park and he sees a mm-hmm. dad with mm-hmm. a son, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a young son, mm-hmm. he he's like, did you see that dad oh, with the wow. son? Yeah. Like he just has yeah. that, you know, yeah. that desire. But he he's also, I mean, he's already talking about son-in-laws, hopefully mm-hmm. someday <laughs> that he can, yeah. you know, invest in yeah. and have that guy time with and yeah it is a true gift to get more children that you absolutely adore yes yeah Yeah, so that'll be fun yeah you know just he even mentioned because I was talking to him about the different questions on here and he even said well even when we watch movies it's like we're not gonna watch an action movie (laughs) (laughs) with the whole family or (laughs) they do like Star Wars though so there's a few things that it might change as they get older (laughs) because I our older two actually when we're looking for a movie for all of us we still have a 12 year old you Uh know and and so we tend to pick movies that the younger two Yes. Gonna, it's okay yeah. for their eyes to view yeah. this. Right. And our older two are, but I want to watch, and it's the Marvel comics. Or, yeah. You know, it's yeah. One of those yeah. movies. Yeah. So it might change. Yes. <laughs> now, I would add to that we've worked really hard to help our girls not feel threatened when dad talks about how, yeah, I wish 
for a son. There's, yeah, there's that's an, good. We don't want any of our girls to, yeah. to feel any guilt uh-huh. or dad didn't want me. Yeah. Especially Sierra, the youngest. He loves her. Uh-huh. He treasures her. Mm-hmm. He is so glad God made her a girl. Yeah. yeah. It's just this ability to let dad answer a question honestly. Because yeah. people ask it actually quite often. Oh, they do. And it's often in front of them, the huh. girls. And so we've made sure that our girls, we've kind of back filled and yeah. said, you know, at a later time, hey, when dad answered that question, he's just uh-huh. being honest. Right. But yeah. you don't feel any insecurity there, do you? Because we don't want them for That's a really moment good. to question his adoration of them. Yes. That's really good. My dad must have done a really good job of that because we always felt like he just really wanted three little girls, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So he must have done a really good job of covering that mm-hmm. because I've never felt like, oh, no, I should have been a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't want them to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How about... This, do you guys get that question? Yes. Huh. Even like in um, just out and about, people strangers. will say, strangers, yeah. they'll say, oh, they'll make comments like, whoa, three daughters. I hope you're saving up a lot. That's three weddings. Oh, or wow. or um, wait, till they're, wait till they're teenagers. <laughs> uh-huh. You yeah. are going to get a run for your yeah. money. Or dad's way outnumbered. You know, yeah. just like different, yeah. which, and it's usually... We usually have our kids with us, yeah. <laughs> you know, so huh. I haven't really talked to them about that specifically, like once we get in the car yeah. or anything, mm-hmm. they don't ever seem like, my daughters don't ever seem turned off yeah. by that, yeah. and I just kind of go with it. Yeah. I don't I feel offended, of feel offended by it, but mm-hmm. it is funny that people, what people oh, will say sure. to families that have yeah, all, one. all one, Yeah, and I, it'll be huh. interesting to see if the... The boy the moms. Yeah, say the same <laughs> say thing. Say the same yeah. thing. Like, yeah, I would absolutely agree. It happens to us all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because I'm interviewing one that has uh, four boys and one that has two natural and uh, four stepsons. Oh, wow. So six mm-hmm. yeah. boys. So that'll be very interesting. So what is unique about having a family with all girls? Like you talked a little bit about girl drama mm-hmm. or maybe the whole modesty issue, which mm-hmm. is kind of blown up these days and not done well, you yeah. know? So tell me about what's unique. Um, well, for sure, both of those issues. Um, I would say modesty. We, um, knowing right off the bat, obviously, we only have girls. Um, mm-hmm. And looking ahead, people say, oh, they say it to us all the time, oh, just wait till the teen years. Yeah, Usually I feel strangers. bad that they do that because teenagers get a bad rap, and we loved having teenagers. Yeah, yeah. and we are loving it. Mm-hmm. And um, we read Paul Tripp's Age of Opportunity yep. book, mm-hmm. and I would mm-hmm. highly, highly recommend that if you're we can entering link that. the teenage years. I actually read the first couple chapters, and I was so convicted because he starts with the parents and your own issues. Mm-hmm. And I had to just let it sit for a year. I just spent a year praying through wow. what I was convicted about in those first three chapters. And then I picked it up the next summer and read the rest of the hmm. way because um, I had some growing I needed to do. But um, we knew with girls there will be modesty issues right, probably right. coming down the road. And so we had these tests that we did when they were little. Mm-hmm. When we would try clothes on, we got lots of hand-me-downs, or mm-hmm. um, and it was just little things like when you wear when you put on a shirt, bend over in front of the mirror. Can mm-hmm. I see down it? Now I know you're only six and mm-hmm. you're not developed, mm-hmm. but someday you will be. Oh, that's and really so good. And so if your habit at six is to bend over and check, then yeah. your habit at sixteen is to bend over and check when it's you really are good developed to start so early. Yeah, it just becomes part of them. I, that was our hope. Yeah, and. Um, and so we had a lot of little tests like that. And the last test was um, if it was something like a swimsuit yes. or a skirt. Um, they always had to run it by dad. And Good. And I remember taking one of our girls shopping. They were probably 16 or 17, and we had gone swimsuit shopping, which is... I mean, there are tears uh-huh, in the dressing room, right. and I don't want to look like There are I'm... tears in the dressing room when I go swimsuit shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> to dress modestly and yet she doesn't want to look like oh I'm wearing the same swimsuit as that 32 year old mom but I'm only 17 yeah and we're we're driving home and she had found one she really liked and she said I really hope dad likes it because then I can cut the tags off of it Oh, and sweet. it was just ingrained That's just how it was done mm-hmm. in, in her mind. Yeah. yeah, I'm 16. I'm going to run this by dad first yeah. because he will say to them, you guys don't think like boys, but I am a boy uh, and I think like a boy and right. I'll just tell you and please give me that place in your life yeah. of 
no, that's not appropriate. You think it's great and fine, but I'm telling you, that wouldn't be wise to wear. That's sweet. Yeah, one time my daughter and I were, they have this prom dress rental thing at Mm. Ames High School. Oh, that's brilliant because I I just bought a prom dress. Yes. We were there. There were two other girls in the bathroom where they were trying them on, and one girl said, I don't know if this is appropriate. I'm going to take a picture and send it to my dad Mm. and see if he likes it. Oh, wow. I was so impressed by that. The next time I saw the dad, I said, Your daughter. Wow. That was such an impressive thing to me. How mature. And oh, sure, yeah, and what a great relationship she had with her dad. Yeah, because you'd think she would have said mom. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'm going to take, take a picture and, and see if my dad mom. thinks it's yeah. okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we did have, we had with, we have um, three teenagers, so I'll, this is, I'll mm-hmm. keep it vague, but we did have one girl that um, was fine, fine, and then hit some of those teen years and mm-hmm. really pressed us on it. Oh, really? And I want to wear this, and you guys have too high standards. And it lasted about a year. It was exhausting. Oh, wow. And um, we felt like, um, given just some other things that were going on in her life, we felt like if we, if we, uh, I don't know what the word is, surrender or um, become too lenient here, yeah. Yeah. it would set the tone of a, a lot of other issues that she would want to press us on and we we knew what she was wanting and it wasn't it wasn't like we were just being too strict it was just wanting to dress like the world and it was a place in her life where she was really insecure and she was feeling very alone and she knew if I dress this Mm -hmm. way I can get get friends I can get attention and we just really held our ground we held her a lot Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of tears. We, mm-hmm. I would just hold her. She would stand in front of the mirror and say, but I like this. And mm-hmm. I would say, and so will a lot of boys. Yeah. And you don't want to attract them. explain that. why? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and you don't want to be drawn into a relationship by a boy who is only drawn in by what you look like. Yeah. And um, we're really open about, I don't look the way I did 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and Dad still loves me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. so you don't want that attraction only on your appearance. Excellent. I bet there are a lot of moms that haven't really even thought about going through that, you mm-hmm. know, and they just are fighting, but the, the girl has no understanding of why, maybe, yeah. the daughter. So yeah, and really even one You're giving them the backstory, you know, yeah. why. Yeah, one of them said, I have this body. <clears throat> Sometimes it feels like a bummer that I can't, use it because mm. she's looking out on the rest of the world and she's seeing that they have a power they have a status they have a um an attention mm-hmm. that they're all securing because of the way they're dressing yeah and sometimes that's just alluring yeah and she wasn't saying it um pressing against us at all she was just observing Making, yeah. i have the ability to have what they have Wow. But because I've chosen. That is advanced thinking. It is. She's very self-aware. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Um, But but with that one daughter, we just held our ground. And we went to, I cried a lot in bed at night. She cried a lot Mm -hmm. in bed at night. And um, we just say, you're beautiful. I love you. Would you trust us on this? Mm -hmm. We know things you don't know. Mm -hmm. And some days you're going to have to trust God on things that he knows and you don't know. And so this is practice. It's really good. And then after about a year, she just dropped it hmm. and we have never gone back and wow. she like her sisters just doesn't have a desire to be immodest hmm. and yeah i like that because you're telling moms persevere oh know? my goodness persevere. yeah. Yeah. persevering and there are other issues that have been much longer than a year and we're still persevering yeah. in mm-hmm. them uh-huh. but but i felt like that was practiced not just for them but for me mm-hmm. like am i willing to hold my ground if this is my conviction to train you to think this way, when it gets tough and the relationship seems at odds, uh-huh. like, am I willing to say I love you and hold you and cry with you, but not budge? Yeah, that's hard. I, I can totally struggle with that. Like, I'm kind of, um, I'm not as a strict mm-hmm. as a parent, or I don't hold my ground as much as I feel like I should. Mm-hmm. So that's so good for me to hear because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so relational that if I feel like a tension in that, I'm a little more willing to like give a little Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, it's not that big a deal, but it's good for me to really hear that. Yeah. And I've actually, I actually am more that way, but, but God's bringing me out of a season. There's some 
Um, there are some seasons where you come out and you look back and you realize the disobedience in your kids, you've trained it in there. Mm -hmm. um, because I've taught them, no, 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 well, okay. No, yes. no, 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 well, okay. Because I get to that point and I break, I cave. Yeah, It's and, hard. And all of a sudden I, and I'll say to a girl, you're just pressing me and pressing me and I've already said no. And then you've appealed and I've still said no. And then I realize actually it's not their issue nearly as much as it is. I've created this pattern of if you ask enough times, I might say yes. I'll wear down. Mm -hmm. I'll wear down. And so I've trained you. And I've had to go and ask for forgiveness hmm. and say, I wasn't a good mom in this. That's not the way we approach the Lord, and that's not the way you should approach your parents. It's not the way you should approach any authority that you just press, 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 yeah. press until you get what you want. Um, and so so I've had to own it sometimes because I do tip towards the relationship mm -hmm. often, especially as they're older. They're becoming... My 19-year-old is way more of a friend. Exactly. They than, become more of a peer. Yeah. You know, she's... She's not um, under our authority in a lot of ways right. anymore. We've released her and, mm -hmm. and, and literally said that. We release you to make all these decisions. And we're more of a, an advisor. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's brand new territory. And I'm it's asking. Kind of a mentor parent. You yeah. Know, you become a mentor parent. Yeah. Rather than a disciplinarian. Yeah. So it's, I don't know if it's a dance, but I have to walk that yeah. carefully of valuing the relationship. And what, what are the, not, um, I'm blanking on the word. The things that I'm just going to hold real tightly like to. the that majors. I'm, yeah, the majors. Yeah, the majors. Yeah. My mom so, had this little mantra, make the majors the majors and the minors the, minors, the minors. minors. Mm, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. and, and make sure you know your majors. Yes. Yeah. And make sure you stick yes. to them, even when it's really hard. Mm -hmm. So would you say that, uh, what would be the hardest thing about having all girls? I'd Do you have any girl drama? In, yes, okay. between the three of them. Between the Not three. necessarily. I'm, I'm just getting maybe mm -hmm. into the... Um, with others. With friends. School drama. School okay. drama. Mm -hmm. But with, in between them, they bicker. Two of them... What do they bicker about? Butt heads quite Everything. a bit. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who goes first? Do, do your, like, I almost always fought with the sister that was closest in age to me. I almost never fought with my older sister because she seemed like a mom. Yes, me. that's so it exactly how it two, is in our family. And they didn't fight that much. It was just the two youngers fought. So we fought often. In our family, it's the two older ones. Oh, really? Um, bicker. And I think a lot of it is because they're so different huh. in their personalities. Mm -hmm. um, one is very, I mean, the oldest is, you know, the leader, uh -huh. opinionated. Uh -huh. um, First four. Thinker, yeah. Second is the feeler, uh -huh. um, toucher. The fir oh, yeah. firstborn does not like touch. Yeah. <laughs> so even that, like, right. stop my touching me. You're too close. My daughters like, are like that, and they're close in age. And my younger daughter is the one that doesn't like touching, and so they lived together for two years in an apartment. Mm -hmm. And Shay, my younger daughter, said, "Okay, Tess." You can hug me, but only between 5 and 5.15 at night. <laughs> oh, and I'm not home between 5 and 5.15. <laughs> That's great. So is that why she said it? <laughs> yeah. So she set limits knowing that she couldn't be hugged. Because, that is so funny. Yeah, so it's funny. But it's good. I mean, even just their difference in personality, we really try to remind each of them that they were created in God's image with uh -huh. exactly how they, mm -hmm. you know, are. And instead of being annoyed with that in your sister, like try oh, and try to good marriage affirm, training. Yeah, that's just good training. Yeah, try to appreciate those differences. And you might not feel loved by touching, but she feels loved oh, by touching. So really good. So it mm, might not, mm. you know, feel comfortable to give her a hug, but that's uh -huh. how she feels loved. Right. So every once in a while, give her a hug, and yeah, and you so know, that's those types of, of so things. So you encourage them to like like one another. Yes. Sometimes yes, it's hard. It is. Mm -hmm. And we do throw kids all together and say, okay, get along. Yes. But they're really different. Mm -hmm. Hmm. How do you encourage your girls' walks with God? Yours are pretty young. Mm -hmm. How have you done that first right now? Because yours are a little older, a little more time. Um, well, for sure, it's by example. Um, you're, you're hopefully in the Word. Um, and so they see that. You know, the, the idea that more is caught than more is taught. Huh. Um and and so hopefully there's that and prayer um 
we pray before they go to school. We pray at night. Mm -hmm. um, we stop and pray in the middle of the day when somebody says, I just feel anxious about this. Yeah. And I say, come here, let's pray. Good. And, and just that teaching of we take everything to God. Um, I think there's a lot of just everyday teachable moments. Um, mm -hmm. I think of Deuteronomy 6 where it's ta you're talking about uh -huh. these things when you walk oh, along oh, the road, oh. which is our drive time. Yeah. Um, we, we rarely... What we do, listen to music in the car, but uh, we do a lot of talking in the car. It's a real captive audience when you have it in the is. car. It is, yeah. And so we talk a lot, and there's, I just feel like life affords these constant um, parables. And mm. we, I was just mm -hmm. talking last night with one of my daughters about how there are just some areas in her life that it seems the Lord is um, sanding her down. <laughs> and we used, we talked about how her and I had just recently gone and bought this old table like at a goodwill store mm -hmm. and um we chopped it down and made it into a coffee table oh, cool. but it was oh. that old 70s orange oak and i'm not talking yeah. like just a regular oak it was the orange oak uh -huh. and so <laughs> we spent hours sanding, sanding it, it down so that it looked the way we wanted it to look and it's beautiful and we love it uh -huh. but we just talked about how god's doing that constantly in our lives and so it's like i picture it this tapestry of your you're, the needle's going down, and then it's coming back up, and it's uh, connecting to what God is doing, and yeah. then it's going back down into your life, and then it's coming back up. And just those everyday examples mm -hmm. as we're cooking, as huh. we're... I love that you're using, like, analogies mm -hmm. to teach them. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, I love... One of my favorite verses is um, Matthew 13, I think it's 34. It says, Jesus was always telling stories and using illustrations. Huh. And it's why I read out loud to my girls all the time. It's why I encourage them to read, it's uh -huh. um, love stories and sermons, it's why our girls, um, Todd's an artist and he loves, he loves movie and film and uh -huh. obviously the theater and play yeah. and because it's always telling a story right? that has an underlying message you're supposed to get mm -hmm. and, and so we look constantly in the stories we're reading or people's stories around us, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on in our neighbors' lives and mm -hmm. how, how is God interjecting us into mm. that situation mm -hmm. and um, he has put us here for a reason and yeah how that's, can we see what he's doing the bigger picture yeah that's excellent mm -hmm. yeah god obviously likes stories because we tell ourselves stories when we take communion mm -hmm. this is what happened the, you know yeah, christ gave his blood beautiful. in his body for you and that's what communion is we tell ourselves uh, good stories when we you know see baptisms mm -hmm. like oh yeah christ died for me and i was raised to new life so mm -hmm. obviously he, he likes the analogy story type thing because we do them as these kind of sacraments mm -hmm. you know to tell ourselves the right mm -hmm. story yeah so so how about you uh how do you kind of lead your girls to have a relationship with god yeah i actually thought of those same examples Renell. just like living a life yourself mm. of loving Jesus mm -hmm. and that's super powerful and loving the Lord and um yeah showing them that you're patient kind joyful mm -hmm. like yeah. living out that example mm -hmm. um and we pray with our kids as well like even in the moment or um on the way to school uh -huh. we pray with them and I guess practically there's been a really good um, Bible that I try and read to the younger two uh, before school. Uh -huh. It's a um, read-along Bible, okay. um, the Child Child's Story Bible by Catherine Voss. Okay. And so that's been fun. They really like that Bible. Huh. And there's we'll been other things. Well. We have those two books. There's other we'll things like. that they don't. They know, don't. They, they don't like. Yeah. But I feel like I have their their huh. attention when yeah, they're eating breakfast. That. Yeah, because um, they're That's just really sitting good. there Again, and they're the really audience. yes, and they're really in into that and um, and then also another book that I got my ten year old recently was called um, the Radical Book for Kids. Huh. It's by Champ Thornton, and it has a lot of it talks about the history of Christianity oh, wow. as well as yeah um, that's fantastic. yeah just a lot of different theology some theology huh. some fun things yeah. like how do you make pottery you oh, know just yeah. it's a really interactive book and um and she loves it and she's she's a little bit picky on uh -huh. <laughs> on what things but she mm -hmm. really loved 
that. So I try to kind of change it up and not have like the same same. thing all the time. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's one thing about not being very structured Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that it's kind of change it up different. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we play worship music Mm -hmm. in the house, it's just, it gets in their, in their brain. It does. You absorb that. And yeah. And I just see their attitudes change Mm -hmm. (laughs) if they start singing along and then they're Mm -hmm. singing it later and I can just tell that Mm -hmm. that helps. So listening to worship music, but I think mainly just living it out every day and Mm -hmm. talking about it. So that leads Um, us to our next question. So what have your girls learned about God through you? Um, he, I've been thinking about this question Uh and the very first thing that came to my mind when I read that question, um, was Romans 323, all have sinned. Because we're just really honest with our kids about that's, our sin struggles, and that's um, more powerful, I think, than perfect. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't be perfect. That's yeah. why I need Jesus. But I'm. My kids are keenly aware that I am a sinner among them, um, leading them, but a sinner beside them as mm-hmm. well. Um, and and even if I wanted to hide it, I couldn't. Hmm. And and so. We talk very openly about what we're struggling with. Mm-hmm. My kids know that I struggle with restraint in food. I struggle with restraint with my words. They have been on the mm-hmm. bad end of, they'll sometimes say, Mom, ouch, that that hurt. Mm-hmm. And so then I say, ah, and then there's this proverb, some people make cutting remarks. Mm-hmm. I'm that person I'm sometimes. I'm that person too, and I have to be really careful. And I have to ask you yeah. for forgiveness and for grace. And and so we're we're constantly talking about about what we struggle with and mm-hmm. um, it's a chance for us to talk a lot about God's grace and I hope that as we work in a home to bestill grace with one another mm-hmm. unmerited favor you know you're really ugly today but I'm still gonna love you mm. or um, I just don't want to be around you but I'm gonna give you a hug mm. and that's those are little pictures of God we don't deserve his forgiveness mm-hmm. we don't deserve his love and yet he just loves us and so just constantly talking about about grace in our home um i think i asked my girls this question and one of them said hospitality oh sweet and especially with a church plant everything the first 12 months was at our house exactly um mm-hmm. I mean, you know I whether think, you want it or not whether you, yep. I, yeah our first meeting literally people were sitting on our cardboard boxes uh-huh. Because we had not yet unpacked very much, but we were already having meetings for yeah. connection group planning and stuff like uh-huh. that. And so they've learned a ton about hospitality um, and how God wants us to use our homes mm-hmm. to welcome people in. And uh-huh. we talk about how he welcomes us into his world. Yeah, You know, he created the world and then he let us be in it. And he's creating heaven for us. He's and he's preparing a place for us, and mm-hmm. he lets us come into that when we become Christians and mm-hmm. accept Christ. And so we talk about hospitality a lot. Um, and we talk about friendship, being a good hmm. friend. Yeah. Being being for somebody instead of looking for who comes to you and how Jesus was a friend to sinners. He uh-huh. came for us, looking for us. And, and so those are some of the things um, we talk about. And then I would say... Because I have all girls, I think of Titus 2, the older women are teaching the younger Mm -hmm. women. I'm at least um, shooting for by the time they leave my house, those seven ideas are really ingrained in them. Mm. That if you get married, here's how you love your husband. Here's what it looks like to to be submissive Mm -hmm. to him. If God gives you children, I hope I'm doing a good example of loving you because I want you to love your children Uh if God gives them to you. And how do you manage a home? Yeah. You know, and um, how do you be kind? I think women in our culture, what's really popular right now is being really edgy, really snarky, mm. um, maybe being uh, really rough and tough and black widow, yeah. you know, yeah. from the Marvel comics or whatever. Yeah. And so what does God say about women? And, that's and, good. And how do we... Yeah, what does femininity look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. Because it is glamorized, what you just said. Yeah, and yet one of those seven things that Titus says older women teach the younger women is be kind. And so we talk a ton about kindness. And I can, sometimes they're like, Mom, that wasn't very kind. <laughs> mm. And we've, we've taught them how to respectfully mm-hmm. come come up to me and say, I don't, 
I don't know if you handled that the best, Mom. I'm a little hesitant, especially wow. as they're older. You know, I have a 17 yeah. and a 19-year-old, and yeah. they feel the freedom to respectfully come to me and say, you really hurt huh. my sister That's here. really healthy. It's really yeah. healthy. Yeah, and usually, I, I mean, certainly there are things they don't see that I see, you uh-huh. know. Of, of course. Well, here's a reason I have that principle or that rule, mm-hmm. but by and large, they, they're right, and I need to go ask for forgiveness. Mm. And I just was, I wasn't being kind. Mm. And so we talk a lot about being kind with our words. Yeah. Because mm. that honors Jesus. Mm-hmm. So what have your girls learned about God from you? Um, I'd say in the past few years, they've um, learned that He is trustworthy in trial. Um, mm. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease um, about three years ago. I didn't know that. And so there's just been a lot of ups and downs uh-huh. with that, and they've seen that and, mm. and has seen me experience that. So I feel like just by um, me talking to them about it, and um, they have seen that God is trustworthy. He can be a comfort in times huh. of trial. You can go to Him with everything you're thinking and feeling about a trial that he um even during scary things yes yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and I also realized I think through it that I shouldn't hide my struggles Mm. or my trials Mm -hmm. um to my kids that I should open up my life with them and not I think that's key to letting your kids see you're a real person. You're human. You're human. Surprise. And I think before that, I felt like I would burden them or, like, stress them out a little bit if I, you know, put too much on them. But I realized, yes. You know, the age. Yes. Of course. Yes. But um, overall, I just through this trial specifically, I realized it's good to let them in on it Mm because they'll learn so much through it because you know their life they're gonna have ups and downs and Mm -hmm. um, trials and just to know that and my mom trusted Jesus when she was in a trial you know so we can go back to that yeah so I think that's one Hmm. one main thing the last few Mm -hmm. years that I feel like that I've been able to teach my kids through the experience that that I have such a good word for moms Yeah. yeah I think also too another thing is just living life on mission huh. um just like i f- yes i feel like our life is <laughs> about jesus and and yeah. helping other people know jesus uh-huh. um and so we have people over mm-hmm. you know at living least purposely. i mean we each have a discipleship group mm-hmm. of salt company students that come once a week we have a connection group that comes uh-huh. to our house once a week and you know we're inviting neighbors and so just for them to yeah. observe that to and experience that. that and it becomes normal um, for them. Yes. Normal. That's yes. just how you know we do yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, just living life on mission, I guess. Yeah, I would add another, to that. That has a lot to do with hospitality. You know, yeah. you guys both yes. talk about that. Yeah. And just I think um having moved for the church plant, our kids have bled for the local church. Oh mm. yes. Yeah. We let we moved with teenagers. Yes. And so it's they sometimes will say my friend isn't coming to youth group tonight because they just don't feel like it. And they don't have a box for that oh, because wow. they have lived all in. Yeah. Um, this is, this is just who we this are. This is what our family does. Yeah. We're, we're sons and daughters of God. And so, well, we're not sons. They're not. Sons. <laughs> we're in a family with just daughters, but, but yeah, they just understand why would God's word is being taught. We're, we're singing to him. Um, why would we not go? Yeah. And, um, that idea of living on mission right now we have um you know god sovereignly puts you in places Uh and the house we picked out we didn't know it but across the street was a family that in a few years was going to need help and love Mm. and encouragement Uh and um it's a family where they just have a little girl at home now all the others are grown and gone and the mom just died last year of cancer. Oh, wow. And Sierra, my youngest, is that little girl's age. And so over the last year and some, she has just been working to bring her to youth group, to bring her wow. over to our house to play, to invite her over wow. for dinner. And some days that girl's mad at God, and mm-hmm. some days she'll say, can you pray for this mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. And um, just watching your 12-year-old live with an intentionality. and Thrilling. 
it's it is thrilling. It yes. is it is like a front seat to what God is doing. And and now he's doing it through your kids uh-huh. and just teaching them to live on mission. Your life is not about you. Don't mm-hmm. don't think it's all about you. Live for his kingdom, not your kingdom and yeah. what he's doing. And and he's doing a lot. Just are you willing to jump in and be a part of it? Right. Right. Yeah. Jump in and join him. These have been really fantastic insights and words, and we're going to link some of the books we talked about mm-hmm. um, to the podcast. But would either you or both of you like to pray for moms out there who do have all girls? Renelle, would you like yeah. to pray? Yes, I would. Um, it just, they need encouragement to keep keeping on, yes. you know, and um, you guys have done that. So why don't you pray for them? Okay. Um, God, I agree with Stephanie that fun is absolutely one of the words I would use to describe raising daughters. It is a gift. It is a privilege. We laugh so much. We have such deep conversations and there's just a sweetness of relationship. And so I just want to start by saying if you um, have given us daughters, just thank you. Um, You've made our lives richer because of that. And I pray that you would help us to live with that mindset every day. Just the gift of stewardship that you've given us. We want to be faithful. We want to raise them well. We want to raise them to know you and to love you and to trust you. Um, God, would you give us endurance for the different marathons you have us running? Sometimes, Lord, there's just um, a lot of conversation and a lot of emotion. And um, help us to endure and to persevere and to trust you that you will give us what we need. Your mercies are new every morning. And And we are not in this ride alone. You are right beside us and you guide us. And so would you help us to trust you? And Lord, these girls, while they're ours, they're really yours. And um, we're not in control of their lives, even if we think we are. And so would you help us to hold them open-handed and to say, God, these are your daughters, really? And help us to entrust the lives you have for them, the There are ways you're going to wound them, and it's because you want to make yourself big in their lives. There are ways you're going to encourage them, and it's because you want them to see that you're good and you're benevolent. And so help us to hold them open-handed and allow you to bring into their life the things you want them to experience. Um, Lord, would you keep us living in a way that we trust you and we follow you, and we say yes to everything you give us every day. Amen. 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 Thanks so much. I feel like this is just so full of lots of good wisdom for the moms who are listening. So thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?